0: Do less, make more. Part two. Hey guys, Danny here, Music Lesson Business Academy, back with you for another podcast. I hope everybody is doing good and preparing for what I think is going to be probably a pretty busy fall. It's hard to say because you never know what's going on out there. Still, we're still in the ups and the downs of the pandemic. Um, So if things get too crazy, it could put a little dampener on our damper on our fall signups. But based on kind of what we've been seeing with people wanting to get out so bad and do a lot of things, I think we could be prepared for uh, or could be possibly ready to experience a very busy fall. So it's a good time to make sure that you are ready for fall. Your marketing's in place. You've got some good automations going with good forms set up so you can take all those leads um, and really be ready to take on a lot of new students. If you need any help with that, I'd be more than happy to help you out with kind of your systems and automation and sales funnels to help you have a great fall. I'll leave a link in the show notes here. I am doing just some a la carte coaching. Um, So I'll leave a link in there if you're interested in booking a session. So in today's episode, as far as do less, make more part two, specifically today, I wanted to talk about pricing. Most music schools don't charge enough. It's really common when I am doing coaching with somebody to I almost always feel like they could be charging more, and I think that's a really important starting point is to take a good look at where you're at pricing-wise and, you know, can you do more? If we look at this purely from a financial or business standpoint only, right? Not looking at, you know, your mission of how many people you want to touch with music or if, you know, if something like that is part of your ultimate plan of what makes you happy to share music with as many people as possible. Obviously, you know, to do that, you got to get more and more students. But if we look at it purely just from a business standpoint, if you can make the same amount with less students, shouldn't we do it? And it's tough sometimes, I think, for us because we, again, are all mostly musicians and we're creative types. And I think most of us truly really do want to have a positive impact on these students and get more people to love music the way that we do. But if you purely look at it at a business standpoint, if you can make the same amount with less students, shouldn't we do it? So a couple things to think about here. Certainly you want to do a little bit of research and see what the pricing is like in your area. But I almost think you would do better with your pricing if you never paid attention to what anyone else charges. Because the problem is all the music teachers and all the music schools are generally thinking about it the same way. I don't want to raise my prices too much because then I'm going to lose students to this other school over here and I won't be competitive. So, everybody ends up at a very similar price point. But most of the time, when I talk to people, they're not really price shopping. And most of the time, it seems as if they have not gotten prices from anywhere else. It seems to be very low on their radar of what's important when they call. So, I don't think most people, when they contact you, really have a comparison that's in their mind that they're thinking about. I don't think when they hit you up, they're like, yeah, I've checked around. Most places are 150 a month and, you know, they're looking for you to be similar. I, I think they really don't know in most cases. Now, if I get a customer calling me or they leave a voicemail or an email or text or whatever. And one of the first things they say is, Yeah, I wanted to see how much your lessons are, I usually don't try to sign that person up because that's all that they're looking at. So I think it's important to just price your lessons based on what you think the value is that you can get. So if you do a large increase, right, you might be able to, you know, you you might possibly lose a few students. So the one thing you wanna do right away is just sit down with a piece of paper and a calculator and a pencil and do some math. If I raise my price this much, How many students could I lose and make the same amount of money? And here's kind of an interesting concept to think about. If you do this, would it be better to lose more students versus less? Let's say, for example, that you could lose 10 or 20 students and still make the same amount of profit due to this price increase. Now, if you're decent at signing up new students, that now gives you 10 or 20 slots that you're gonna start signing up new people at your new pricing. So you'll actually, when you replace those students, not only come, be coming out ahead due to the price increase, but you'll be making another higher level profit jump forward than you were before. So in a way, the the op- the optimum would be to lose the exact number of students that would allow you to make the same amount of profit and not go backwards. And I've done tons of price cre- increases in the past, and I've never had more than one or two students leave. And You know, it's usually a student that might have been on the way out anyway, and maybe this was just kind of the last thing for them. We are about to do a pretty sizable one in the fall, and it's a little all over the map because we do some lessons in person, and we've already increased all of our new incoming students um, that are doing in person, which is a very limited amount. We do drums in person, and we do... Some limited in-person for guitar, vocal, piano for young kids that are too old for kids rock, but maybe not at a great age to do the, you know, to really experience and utilize the online lesson format as well. So, 8 to 12 years old. If we can find a spot for them, we'll bring them in. Um, But we've raised that up to $189 a month for uh, in-person. We were at $174 before, or $179. Pretty sizable increase right there. Our online lessons are $159. We're gonna bump those up $10 to $169. And we have a good, you know, totally full schedule of drum students at, you know, maybe 65, 70 drum students. And most of them, uh, the older ones, are on the lower price point from when we lowered our price for online lessons, even though now most of them are doing in person. So all of them, or the majority of them, are gonna go from 159 to 189, which is a really sizable jump. However, it's only $10 more than what we used to charge in person. And, you know, we have a full schedule. Drums has been super, super busy. I can lose a chunk of those students Still make the same amount of money, and then I'll just sign up new drum students at the new price. So, you know, I think it's really important to really think about your pricing and what you offer. And I know in the past, my mindset going into something like this was always to increase the value that I was offering first so that I felt comfortable offering uh, or charging a higher price. And I think. A better strategy moving forward might be to say, this is how much profit I would like to make per student or per group class, and start there, figure out how much you're paying yourself or the teacher or whatever, and see, that's going to help you determine then what my pricing needs to be. And you also want to take out all your other costs. What you want to figure out is what's the net profit I want to make? What's my net profit? Profit after I've paid for my building, any software I use, monthly recurring charges, utilities, all those things, and start there and then work it backwards. Start there and then potentially based on that price, that might help you and inspire you to develop your offering in a way that you feel does match that level of pricing when it comes to what's the value that I'm adding. So if I want to charge $200 a month for a 30 minute private lesson and I'm a teacher, what could I do to feel comfortable charging that amount? What would be my offering to people if somebody does question that pricing? So, Think about it that way, and work your way backwards. But I think most of us could be charging quite a bit more, and if you do the math like this and you purely look at it from a business standpoint, if we can make less, we can make more or make the same amount with less students, we should probably do it. All right, guys, I hope that helps you out again, if anyone w- wants to just do any a la carte coaching sessions or anything, uh, just click the link that will be in the show notes here. And, um, that'll take you through and, uh, I'll contact you to, uh, book the actual time that works good for you. Other than that, have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.